0: Welcome, writers, readers, and friends to the Authors Talking Bookish podcast. I'm Donna Norman Carbone, author of All That is
1: Sacred. And I'm Hope Gibbs, author of Where the Grass Grows Blue. We're
0: two debut writers traditionally published by a small publishing house, bringing to you all the experiences that we as authors learn the hard way so you
1: don't have to. We'll give you insights from the inception of a book idea to publication and beyond. And along the way, we'll share our love of books from the writer's perspective.
0: Hey, welcome to episode five, friends. What's an author brand and how do you get one? This is Donna Norman Carbone with Hope Gibbs. And today we're going to talk about brand. Um, As an author, you're going to need one. We're going to tell you what it is and how to develop one and how to put it into practice. How are you doing today, Hope?
1: I'm great. How are you, Donna? I am well. I am well. What's been going on? Well, a lot of things picked up, uh, especially at the end of, of the month of July, the beginning of August. I've had a an in-person book signing at Barnes and Noble back in my old Kentucky home. And that was so much fun. And I've had a couple of in-person book clubs that have started and I've got several more lined up and it's been a little crazy. My, my book went down to a Kindle sale. And so my, my sales went up in August. And so it's, it's been a lot. It's funny because I'm busier right now than I think I was back in May when my book launched.
0: Oh my goodness. You are busy.
1: So what about you? What's been going on with you? Well, actually, I,
0: too, have gone to a few um, book clubs, like in-home book clubs, and Mm -hmm. that's so much fun. I love um, talking with readers in an informal, personal way. Um, I also did a talk at um, my local library, which was a lot of fun as well, but a little bit more intimidating. Uh, I'm not somebody who likes to stand in front of a big crowd of people, um, even though I'm a teacher, which people find strange,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I would think you would be comfortable talking in public.
0: Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I'm not. I like yeah. intimate groups.
1: I yeah, I I get that. That was. It's also fun doing book clubs because you know the the women around the table, you know they've spent time and energy on your book, and then you're sitting down at the table and the focus is on you and your book. So that that was a little Im- intimidating, I think, but I loved it.
0: And I also feel like I haven't read my book in a while, um, you know, straight through. It wasn't until I think I received my first hard copy that was the last time that I read my book. And so um, their memories are also a little bit sharper than mine of my own book, which is surprising. And but
1: you also have an audio book that just got released. Yes, I do. I do. Actually, it's going to be released
0: um, in the beginning of September.
1: Well, I can't wait to listen to it because I'm I'm starting to warm up to audiobooks. Yeah. So speaking of books, what are you reading right now?
0: I am reading a book called um, We Are the Light by Matthew Quick. Um, it's a really good book. He's such a good writer. Have you ever read um, Silver Linings Playbook?
1: I haven't read the book, but I, 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 saw the movie. I loved it. Yeah. The movie was good too.
0: Um, he's a really good stylistic writer. It's a dark story. Um, and it's about this incident that happens to in, in a small town and the incident happens to a lot of people in the town. A lot of people are the victims. Um, I don't want to give it away, but it's told, um, through a series of letters, um, by the main character whose, um, wife was involved in the incident. So, yeah.
1: yeah, I will will have to add that to my growing list of books to read.
0: Yeah. What are you reading now?
1: Well, it's summer and you know, my affection for this writer. I, I am halfway, I'm almost, I'm over halfway through and, um, you know, it's, it's my, my, I feel like it's my time to go back to Nantucket. It's my favorite island, even though I've only been once, but, uh, through all of her books, I've been there about 20 times now. Um, so that's (laughs) what I'm reading. And then I, you know, I also read other books. I'm one of those that I read a book. I have one on my Kindle, one on my phone, and then I have a hard copy.
0: Wow. You're ambitious.
1: Yes, I, you know, I I like to read when I exercise and I like to read, you know, at night. So I kind of have my my little reading time. So Mm -hmm. anyway, so let's talk about author brand. So, you know, as as we like to say in our tagline, you know, you know, we learned the hard way. And so that was something that I hadn't really thought about when I was writing my book. Um, Mm -hmm. So Donna, tell everyone what is technically an author brand?
0: An author brand represents kind of the essence of you and what you do. Um, It wasn't until, I mean, I kept hearing that word and I actually took a webinar to find out what an author brand was. Um, My daughter, who is an interior designer, so she's very much into the visual art. She's like, mom, you need a brand. And I'm like, what does that mean? And it wasn't until um I had a conversation with a mutual friend of ours, Grace Salmon, and she's like, what's your brand? And I just was stymied. And so she said, it's got to be like a really quick way to let people know like the essence that threads through all of your work. And so um I kind of went to work and did some brainstorming and thought about, you know, what is the thread that binds all of my works and I came up with um, writing from the heart and so that's kind of my tagline for my brand. What about you?
1: Well again as as I've told you I didn't start out writing you know a book. I, I kind of fell into it. And when I got my deal with my publisher, having to set up all of my you know Facebook accounts and my Instagram accounts and, and a website, um, I really leaned into my book because i write southern fiction Mm -hmm. um i very much in my i wanted to be the ellen hildebrand of the south because with ellen you know what you're getting i know you know it's going to be on nantucket i know she's going to describe the food um i wanted to kind of show that to a new crowd about small town kentucky or a small town in the south and Mm -hmm. i really leaned into the food and and i i blog about food and I write about food, I post about food. Um, but then I also wanted to lean into the color. Uh, mm-hmm. my book has the color blue in it and it's very important. It's not just the color it's, it's throughout. And so I leaned into that. So I'm a contemporary romance, uh, Southern fiction. That's, that's what I write and that's what I want to present. And if you notice today, I'm wearing the color blue. Yes. I often do that intentionally. Um, And so it was, it was a lot of trial and error at the beginning of how I was going to lean into an author brand, even though I really didn't have a marketing, you know, class. I mean, I, I I have a degree in marketing, but that's 25 years ago. Um, so, or actually more 30 years ago. So that, that was what I decided to do.
0: I also think it's different marketing yourself versus marketing someone or something else, Mm -hmm. because you can kind of look at them and see what you see and come up with an idea, but it's hard to streamline what you're about because you're about so many different things. And the thing that I always think about too, is that um, I, I do not, my, my books are very different. So my first book is a friendship beach book. My second book is not a beach book and it's about mothers and daughters. So I needed to find something that sort of tied all of those together so I so I could easily morph from one work to the next work.
1: Yes. I agree and and what you've done also though you early on with your Instagram accounts and we were starting to become friends and I noticed you definitely leaned into a theme uh, right. and you've kept that theme, your, your Instagram, your Facebook, your uh, website, they all tie together. And that was intentional. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was definitely intentional and it didn't happen overnight. I mean, it really evolved over time. I kind of had to, um, I don't know, just play around, like you said, experiment, mm-hmm. um, think about evolve into sort of the brand that I wanted to create.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so let's talk about some things that you're going to need to start this brand. And I would think one of the first things you're going to do, um, you know, be thinking about, and I know this sounds crazy, but your author headshot. Mm-hmm. Um, how is that going to tie in with your author brand? How, what did you do when you were trying to figure out how you were going to present yourself in your author he- headshot
0: um i actually i didn't really um my author headshot it was just you know i found an outfit that i liked that i felt represented me and um went with that i i don't know that my author headshot goes as well with my brand as my social media does but i think yours does
1: well, I've actually, I've done two. Um, I did the first one because I, my publisher said we need a headshot. We need it ASAP for the website. And, uh, I had a friend, a tennis partner. Her sister is a professional photographer and she came over and took some pictures. And, mm-hmm. um, I intentionally knew again, I was going to lean into blue. I right. wore blue. The um, yeah. yeah. And then, um, then recently I stumbled across a dress here mm-hmm. in Nashville. Um, Draper James has the flagship store here and it came up on my Instagram hydrangea. Well, my book has blue hydrangeas on it. And so I went out, bought it and I, I, I updated my headshots just to have extra, you know, photographs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I need to do. And I'm thinking about right now. Um, I want to do it while I'm still tan.
1: (laughs) That unfortunately for me, I'm pretty much I stay this color all all you know all year.
0: I wish I could stay tan all year in the sun. In the sun. Um, I think something that you need to think about in terms of create creating a brand is um that it is about the visual and the aesthetic, but it's also about the message um that you want to convey. And I think you need to actually sit down and write a message. Um, one of the things that Hope and I did with this is we started with a mission statement. Like what is our purpose? Um, and that's a big idea. It's general. Um, and then I think you refine that a little bit to create a tagline, which, you know, for, for this podcast, it's, you know, stuff that we learn the hard way. Um, but our mission statement is an actual sentence that is longer and, um, really fills out more of our idea. For this podcast.
1: And it's, it's hard to come up with a a mission statement. I get that because just, just like with your book, when you're writing a book, you need to be thinking of an elevator pitch, a tagline, because that's going to be essential when you're trying to not just get a book deal, but on every, everything that you write afterwards, Uh, you know, they're going to, people are going to ask what that elevator pitch, that tagline. And it's very much the same way with your author brand and just be thinking about what are your long term goals? Who who do you want to present yourself, you know, to the world? And sh- believe it or not, you can Google, there are there are little sites that help you with a mission statement. I know it sounds funny if you're a writer, you can write you know a hundred thousand words, but sometimes 20 words will trip you up. Um, Mm -hmm. and so you can kind of lean into that and, and I've used it where it just, you know, you put in ideas, things you want and it, it kind of helps you. Um, so yeah, I think a mission statement is very important because, you know, you are writing is a business now it's for enjoyment as well. I get that, but you do have to treat your, your author brand as, as a business, just like if you, you know, had a pop-up store.
0: Yeah. And I, you also brought up an important point, which is, I think the third element of brand is audience, understanding who your audience is, who are you aiming your work at? Um, You can't say everybody because not everybody's going to like it. And, and I'm learning that too, after publishing is that not everyone is going to like my book. Not everybody who likes women's fiction will like my specific women's fiction. So you want to really try to think about, Um, a specific audience? Like what are some of the things that they enjoy and will in turn enjoy from your book?
1: And that will help you further down the road when, and I've just started experimenting with this myself, Facebook ads and Amazon ads, because you don't want to just let Facebook just send out your ad for your book to anyone, you want to find readers who will actually want to read your book. I don't think someone who likes sci-fi isn't going to like my book. That is not who I am reaching for. Um, and so even if you're just in your third, fourth, fifth chapter, or you're even thinking about a book, think about your audience. Who do you think, who's going to read your book, your demographic?
0: Yeah um so what are some of the aesthetic things that you that you think about um with your brand in addition to your headshot how did you come up with well I know how you came up with the color blue because yes. that was in your title um but um aside from that what are some other visual things that people will see on your brand
1: well again, right now I'm leaning pretty heavily into purple hydrangeas because they are in my on my cover, but they were also in my book. And in my book, I write a lot about flowers um, because they're very important to my main protagonist. And it was funny because one of the the women the other night at my book club, she asked me, she was like, Oh, are you a gardener just like Penny? And I said, I love flowers, but no, I am not putting my hand in dirt. I'm mortified of snakes. And, <laughs> and so they, they, they were kind of surprised because I think some people keep thinking I'm Penny. I'm not. Mm. Um, but I leaned heavily into flowers. And before my book came out and before I had a cover, I had to fill a year of social media And how was I going to do that? So I didn't want to keep saying, oh, I wrote a book. Hey, I wrote a book. So I leaned into flowers and I leaned into, again, cooking and and recipes that I knew that were coming um, later on in the book. So I I definitely kind of leaned into those elements, but they're also going to carry me forward because I want to keep writing Southern women's fiction or slash contemporary romance. Mm -hmm. So what about you, Donna?
0: So um, definitely mine is a beach theme because my book takes place on a beach. So I have a lot of um, beachy um, graphics on my social media. My background is a beach on Facebook, on my website, on a lot of the um, aesthetics that I create Also hearts, there is a heart shaped bracelet that says forever friends in my book. And um, that is, I found a logo of a heart that I think will go well with both my first and my second book, because um, hearts is also kind of a symbol in my second book, but differently because it's, it's like the hearts of women and their daughters. So, um, so hearts is something for this book in particular, I kind of leaned into some, um, 1980s references because there's a lot of 1980s nostalgia. And so a lot of times, you know, on my Instagram or on my Facebook, I will post things about the 1980s and not even reference my book or I'll post something about my love of the beach, which I absolutely do. Um, without referencing my book so it's kind of creating this essence of who you are without selling selling
1: selling exactly I, I agree and there's also you you mentioned logos and and that's something to kind of think about I don't technically have a logo per se I do have you know a, the header of my um, of my website and, and again my website, has has transformed a little bit and it's, mm-hmm. I've made it a little softer, but it's still blue. When you go on there, you're, I mean, it's, it's very much, it's very much within my book. And and when my second and third books will come out, it's going to have to evolve, but you can go on websites like Canva, it's an app. And Canva to me is one of the most important um, tools I have. And You can go on and and you can create your own. You don't have to go out and get a graphic designer. You can do it yourself.
0: Yeah, I do most of my graphics myself. Actually, I was contacted by someone who wanted to know who my graphic artist was and my (laughs) PR person because they wanted to hire. Maybe if I considered a career change. (laughs)
1: No, you keep writing. We need you keep writing. I enjoy
0: doing it though. You know what? Like creating graphics for me is very Zen and I do it while I'm watching TV at night. So it's, for me, it's not a chore, but for some people it is. And you know, maybe those people should go out and find a graphic artist to create your social media. A lot of people, a lot of authors have assistants who do that stuff for them.
1: Yes. And I do all of my graphics as well. And, uh, but again, on, on a logo, you can do that. Or if you're not comfortable, I mean, again, you can Google, you can, you can research and, and find a, a graphic designer for you. I choose to put my money elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and the other thing before, because we're getting ready to wrap up here in a, a few minutes, but the other thing that I noticed, especially with what you did early on, Donna, is you started figuring out author swag. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do a great job with that, like with tying in with your book. Tell me a little bit about how you got the ideas that, you know, cause you have these incredible, um, yeah, I, call them it <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. So tell every, and, do, um, and tell everybody about that.
0: Sure. I saw, um, artwork on, um, Instagram. And they were little paper dolls and they were actually bookmarks. But as a kid, I played with paper dolls. And so I thought, how endearing would it be to have paper dolls of each of my characters? So I reached out to this artist and I'm going to give her a plug. Her name is Custom by Erica. Plum, And you can find her on Etsy. She has an Etsy shop and you can also find her on Instagram. She's amazing to work with. But um, so basically I gave her a description of each of my characters and she created them. And sent them to me and said, what do you think about this? And I made a couple of tweaks and, you know, she changed the artwork based on my suggestions and she came up with what she did. And I'm so happy with it. And um, my, my fans, my readers love these characters. I, I, when I send every time I send a book out, like if somebody wins a giveaway or something, I'll send one of the characters. But um, just recently started selling them at events, and they're really going. Like people okay. want all the characters, not just one.
1: Yeah, and it and as a reader, it helped me visualize because they don't really have a face, but you definitely know the style and the and the way that that uh, that the artist she ran, re- it was perfect. I just, I love that. But that's something else to be thinking about because mm-hmm. as an author, you're going to, to want to give away items. I have bookmarks. I have pens. Um, I really leaned into hydrangeas. I have hydrangea note cards and um, I lean into kettle corn. Cause that's an important little uh, part of my story. And I give out individual little kettle corn, kettle corns. So these are things to just to keep in the back of your mind, you know, when you're writing your book, Oh yeah, maybe I can use this in the future,
0: yeah. The other thing I, I really kind of want to emphasize is that when you're coming up with a brand, someone um, actually I think it was Lisa Montanaro on a um, on a WFWA webinar I took with her about branding, and she also writes um, a chapter in Countdown to Marketing, the Launchpad series that we've mentioned before. Um, she says to come up with three buckets. And um, what that is, is kind of a facet of your branding. So um, for me, you know, my buckets might be 1980s nostalgia, the beach, um, my book. And so to try to continue to come up with contents that fit in that bucket. And um, that has served me very well. I'm somebody who likes to be very organized.
1: Well, you know me. I love the WFWA. And again, if if you are a writer out there and you're thinking about a uh, joining a group, that is a incredible group to join. It's just a wealth of knowledge and also support because that is something. Um, again, I didn't have early on because I didn't reach out to people, and so building a network is also going to help you. And it's also going to help you build your brand because you kind of see what other people are doing and, Oh, I like that. Or, you know, maybe that might work with my brand. So, um, well, Donna, we need to wrap up here. And as you know, as our teacher, uh, -hmm. can you tell everyone, uh, what is their homework?
0: Okay. So your homework is, um, to create a brainstorm list and we made a free download for you which you can get on our website um, that gives you the various big topics that we talked about message aesthetics and audience and then there's a place for the three buckets at the bottom for you to come up with what your topics are and start brainstorming what you want to do think about you know, think about the fonts that you want to use or the color scheme that you want to use. You want to try to stick with the same throughout um, your social media. I think that that works best so you're not competing from one social media to another. Um, and so that's your due now for the week. And you can find that download on our website. Hope you want to tell us where they can contact uh, yes.
1: and also also follow us on Instagram as well. So that that's another uh, another plug. So we're uh so we're about out of time here and so do you want to tell everybody our next episode is coming up on
0: Sure. our next episode is navigating social media. So we're actually moving that pretty pretty um organically from brand to social media.
1: Well, again another fun episode with you, Donna. And I cannot wait to, to do that episode. Cause that one, that one's a fun one. I'm, I'm enjoying my social media, even though sometimes I'm perplexed by it, but, uh, but we'll mm-hmm. see everyone uh, next time. Bye everybody. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Hope Gibbs and I'm Donna Norman Carbone. It's time for you to get to work. We look forward to seeing you in two weeks with another tip from your author friends.